0: Greetings ghouls. It's time to discuss. Disgust and dissect. Alright.
1: No normal mind can imagine.
2: And now, introducing our
3: hosts, the gruesome twosome Mike Mike and and Jeremy.
1: We (laughs) are fans of
0: the dead.
1: Yeah, they're dead. They're Welcome to Fans of the Dead. I'm Mike.
2: I'm Jeremy, and and I'm Lauren! Welcome, welcome.
1: <laughs> How y'all doing? Good. Good
2: as good as can be. So this I got boosted yesterday. Boosted. Ooh. Oh,
1: oh, That's like magnet stick oh, like to your your arm? no,
2: no I, got, no. I got my I got my booster shot
1: yesterday. Oh yeah, I already I already did that. <laughs> I already forgot about
2: that actually no this morning i had a I had like a huge headache and like i ended up taking a nap and ended up being fine
1: nice
3: yeah i didn't have anything for my booster i like my arm hurt real bad for a few days and then uh i was fine
1: i took like a 3 hour nap yeah but it-
2: yeah i was tired and then yeah like my arm hurt and now that's like kind of gone away like my wife like susan got it bad. She got like chills, like a fever. Aww. She was like wrapped up in bed like fully clothed Aww. with like four blankets. It's, it was crazy. Jenna
1: Aww. slept for, oh, for a good terrible. amount of the, the day. Hey, now that I'm talking into the front of this mic, I'm too loud.
3: Are you too loud? Yeah, you, you sound, sound good to
1: me. Yeah, you sound fine to me. How about now? Testing. All right, yeah, I, I guess I can't be like <laughs> up on the thing. But like, God damn, I am a loud person. You are a loud <laughs> person. I, I, I didn't mean to be. Uh, yeah, well, so anyway... Special special episode, <laughs> near and dear to my heart. So I figured just I'd get insane. dolled up to do this one. I, I was up. I was very excited. I uh, I didn't have my red strap crotch cover thing, so I, I could I couldn't wear that. <laughs> I tried to figure out a way to do the Riverman. Uh, nice. That was I just I just too lazy to do it. So.
3: Oh, boy. I'm oh, no. Julie. <laughs> Dude look same.
2: Nice. <laughs> I, I'm not. <laughs> I,
1: I'm not at all. You know, wearing cutoffs. Oh, no.
3: <laughs> I kind of like the, the shorts with the fishnet look, though. I'm digging it. It's I'm nice. not wearing
1: the, the fishnets, but I did... I, I had a pair of jeans that are like so shredded. Like I can barely wear them. I only like use them to do yard work. But even that's a problem because then I'm just filthy. So I uh,
2: well, cut they look great on you.
3: You make a good Julie. <laughs> God, I'm trying.
2: I'm, I got my iPad up here like off to the side for like my notes. And apparently Lily's friends just like are constantly trying to call. And then I turn it off and then they're FaceTiming again. Oh no. It's like, it's like
1: Leave me alone. Yeah, there's a virtual slumber party happening upstairs. Nice. Yeah. Uh, So, recipe for disaster.
2: This is a recipe for disaster.
1: So I kind of want to go way back to the first episode that we did, and we outsourced the Trioxin 245 to a contest, and that drink was disgusting. So what I'm going to do for Trioxin 245
0: Is a Jager bomb. <laughs>
1: so so pretty simple, and you you may need to save the Jager bomb till after you try the other thing, veal brains. So we oh, we soaked no. the brain in water because you, you got to do that, and then we, well, I chopped it up, breaded it, deep fried it, a little bit of chicken wing sauce, and let me tell you, the first few bites, delicious. And then after that, you're like, I'm eating brains.
0: So <laughs> was, it, was it
1: worth the $9 a pound? Yeah, I mean, I didn't even get a full pound, so. Okay.
2: Well, no, that's true. You spend a little over $7. That's, that's, that's not no, too bad. Not,
1: bad. not bad at all. So yeah, recipe.
3: Where did you get brains from?
1: Savener's Market in Cambridge. They have everything.
3: Oh, I see. Apparently. that la- The second picture is pretty... Gnarly. Yeah, that's that's the brain soaking. <laughs> <Ugh>.
2: <laughs> I'll have to ask Susan about that place because she's from Cambridge. She has to have gone there at some point.
1: Yeah, there's two. I forget what the other location is. But yeah, we've gone there quite a few times. But,
2: to get your veal brains?
1: Yeah, uh, veal brains, kangaroo, alligator, rattlesnake. <laughs> what have we done? We got rabbit. I think rabbit I got all three of those. Meat for stew.
3: Mm. Have you had brain before this?
1: Uh, this was a first.
3: I don't know if I could do it. I am adventurous. I just don't know. Looking at that, I'm like... Hmm. Well,
1: you and Nick are coming <laughs> over next weekend,
3: so... Oh, I say, no. you might want
1: to <laughs> peruse the menu before you just start eating at the snacks.
3: <laughs> oh, Nick is going to hate that. <laughs> so, Return of the Living Dead
1: Part 3, she's to die for.
0: Mm.
1: In Return of the Living Dead Part 2... The chemical trioxin turned people into flesh eating zombies. Now the government is trying to control these unstoppable cannibalistic killers. The Splatterfest starts when a young man uses the chemical to bring his girlfriend back to life. It's a state of the art special effects show as she starts a chain reaction of the living dead by eating the only thing that will nourish her human brains.
2: Brains. 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 <laughs> Yeah, I I mean, I definitely liked this a lot more than I remembered. It was, like, one of the first, like, movies I remember uh, renting from... What was that video store next to Clockwork Pizza?
3: Video Craze? No. no.
1: You never remember... You always talk about this video store, and you never remember the name. Yeah.
2: I don't remember. It was, like, right in front of the Bella Costa. Like, it it was, like, in that mall. I, I honestly don't remember. I remember I rented this there, and, uh rented Jason Takes Manhattan there. Like a, just, I don't know. awesome movie. I don't I don't <laughs> remember the name I, of it. For the life of me. It was tiny. I
1: saw this one. It came on I probably like Cinemax late at night one mm-hmm. night and I'm like, oh huh, part three? I didn't know there was a part three. So I stayed up and I'm like, this it's not, not like the first two at all, but it was awesome. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I, I loved it. That's how I fell in love with it too. I saw it on TV late at night. And it was probably, obviously not my first introduction to horror, but it was probably one of the more goofy horror movies I saw at the beginning, you know, like the B-level. And I was like, this is amazing. It's like Romeo and Juliet with zombies. Uh, Awesome. Way better than the terrible movie that came out a few years ago. Um, The zombie movie, like... uh, Warm Bodies. bodies, Warm Bodies. Warm Bodies. I walked out of the movie oh, theater. That movie was wow. terrible.
1: Yeah, I, I I never got around oh. to seeing that. I, I'm not one on it smart
2: bad.
3: zombies. It, it definitely wasn't. It wasn't the worst movie I've ever seen. I think the fact that I paid for it, I was like, "This is just not what I thought it was."
2: <laughs> I, I mean, Mike and I walked out of Batman and Robin. Yeah, that movie
1: was horrible. <laughs> there were there were nipples everywhere. <laughs> uh, but so I the think it's it just
2: Arnold Schwarzenegger's Mr. Freeze.
1: I'm going to freeze you. What what was his? He had a a joke that, oh, man, I don't remember. Stupid pun. Anyway, so the the pitch for this movie was Romeo and Juliet with zombies. One of the names was going to be Kurt and Julie or Mortal Mm -hmm. Zombie, which I I don't care for. But Kurt and Julie, I don't think is enough because you're like, oh, it's Mm -hmm. just a drama.
2: Can, can we also just mention that the soundtrack was recorded at the Nut Ranch? The what? It was, it was called the Nut Ranch. Oh.
1: That's where Barry Goldberg did his thing. Apparently. He actually did Adventures in the Babysitting, Forrest Gump. He's got. <gasps> Love Adventures
2: <gasps> in Babysitting. Yeah, so good!
1: <laughs> Quite the resume, that guy. So, yeah, the Nut Ranch. I guess that's where he hangs out. <laughs> hangs out.
3: Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Like, kind of hanging
1: out of these shorts. So, anyway.
3: Oh, my. (laughs) I
1: guess we could just jump right into it.
2: (laughs) I guess we jump right into it. So, we have Return of the Living Dead 3. We should probably drop the uh, spoilers right there. Spoilers ahead. Oh, yeah.
1: We were spoiling the shit out of it. I think the cover spoiled it. She dies? Oh, my
2: God. Shit. So, anyway, (laughs) Brian... Yuzna? Is that how you say it? Yes. Yuzna? Yuzna?
1: Sure. He did Society. Anyway. If you know anything about the shunting.
2: Same oh guy. God.
3: <laughs> the shunting. <laughs> uh, also very romantic.
1: <laughs> not, as, not as much as this oh. one. I would say this is probably the most romantic <laughs> <No>. <laughs> movie in cinematic history. Totally. If, if, totally, if, if the notebook. most romantic relationship is very toxic.
3: Yeah, that's
2: true put it up ahead of the notebook in romantic, you know. I, I don't
1: think the notebook is yes. necessarily that romantic either. This guy was a stalker. Yeah, isn't that what everyone, like, says? I don't and know. then he, like, he, he holds a pillow over I her actually, head at the either. end and, and snuffs her out, doesn't he?
2: I didn't see I, it.
3: I don't know if that's what happens. That sounds, we, for uh, Valentine's Day last year, we
1: actually rented <laughs> out uh, MC and, and saw it. Wow. Now that Aww. was romantic.
3: That is romantic. Nice job, Mike.
2: (laughs) I am the man. Anyway, so like right off the bat, like the they have like the credits, uh, credits rolling with like a scene like within the letters. Yes. (laughs) But of basically, I mean, of a scene that we'll see almost to the at the end of the movie, because I'm trying to like look at it and I'm like... What I, I didn't see
1: what the hell it was. I saw that there was something happening but I was like, what the fuck?
2: Well, I mean, when that scene actually happened and when I'm like oh, that was a thing in the beginning.
3: Mm. Yeah, I thought that was a cool touch. You yeah. can like, just cut. You're like, what is happening? Oh, that looks kind of upsetting. Like, what's going on? And the music is all like I like you the know? Roman yeah. numeral
1: <laughs> three, kind of like scratched in a little little blood. The claw yeah, marks? that was cool. Yeah. Uh, I do have to say that, Barry, you fucking slipped up. No trioxin theme here. You You had one job.
2: That's what happens at the Nut Ranch. (laughs) So anyway, uh, so we're at some sort of like an Army Air Force base that kind of looks like something on the Death Star inside.
1: It was like a bunch of Uh, like shipping containers welded together.
2: (laughs) Yeah, but just like the outlet, like the hallways and things like that, it looks like it was like on a spaceship. Like something out of Star Wars.
1: I would guarantee that that set was used for something else
2: well it probably was uh so they're they're wheeling a body that's like under under a sheet uh we meet colonel john reynolds uh he was played by kent mccord
1: he's basically a military guy in every random movie
2: yeah and then he 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 meets up with uh colonel peck who is uh I spent like four days trying to figure out who this guy was. I'm like, i am seen Rider. him. Like, why have I seen him? And then it clicked that he's the father from Charles in Charge. Oh. Because oh. I did the same thing. I'm like, this fucking guy.
1: And then I looked through his credits real quick and I was like, oh, Knight Rider, that
2: must be it. Knight Rider. Well, yeah, that too. But I'm like, why does he look so familiar? And I'm like, he was in Charles in Charles Charge. Charles
1: <laughs> in Charge. Actually, he was also...
2: <laughs> but he was also in... Parts one and two as like random zombies. What? Like that Fine. actor? No. That's Bill was... No, no, he no. Was a zombie?
1: No, no, no. You are wrong, my friend. You are thinking of oh, Brian no. Peck, not Colonel Peck. So Brian Peck played the ballistic technician in this. He's, oh. he's in oh, that's the first right. scene. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He played Scuzz in part one, and he played a couple All random right. zombies in part two, most notably the Michael Jackson lookalike zombie.
2: And actually, if you read that trivia bit on IMDb, they spelt his name brain. So it says it says brain peck. It's pretty funny. All right. So anyway, so they're they're bringing this body in, a dead zombie and they're discussing. Basically, they want to make like an exoskeleton for these.
3: Well, things. Well,
1: no, the woman to use Colonel right. Sinclair, Sinclair wants to do that. The other, Sinclair, other guy wants yeah. to go with a more humane approach. To creating zombies.
3: Very humane. (laughs) Very humane. (laughs) Right.
2: So, yes. Um, Sinclair, she's like... She wants to basically use these for military purposes.
1: Well, that's what they're doing. They're trying to weaponize the zombies.
2: Right. And then freeze them up and put them away till you need them again. Yeah. Is basically what they want to do. You know, she's, like, knocking the security after, like... uh, Reynolds, he, like, misplaced his key card. Which, obviously... He did not misplace it. Uh, you know what happens when well, I you, misplace like, asked...
1: my key card? They don't let me on campus.
2: Or you like to yeah, get for fired. Him. Like I was right. told if I lost my like my keys to work at the bowling alley, like basically they'd, they'd fire me on the spot.
1: That's a bowling alley, not a place where they store frozen zombies.
3: Yeah, bioweapons. <laughs> right. <laughs> Security's a little lax around there.
2: <laughs> but anyway, uh, so yeah, they go through that whole thing. And we have... A bunch of kids hanging out at a beach doing their stupid shit, and one of them is Reynolds' kid, Curtis.
1: Well, he, po- he pulls off his key he cars. pulls up, and I gotta say, he's definitely an outsider. And I felt Wait. like from this scene that he's getting used by Julie. I kind of yes. got that. So she's sitting there with her hand. She's got the lighter up to her hand. So it's like, oh, she's a bad girl. She's got an oversized leather <laughs> jacket. I can only assume is her skinhead ex-boyfriends because there's an iron cross on one of the sleeves. Yeah. And he, he just looked too hokey to be hanging out with this crew.
3: Well, he's new to the area. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and maybe... You know, I, I, I think you're you're selling her a little short, Mike.
1: Well, I, I don't know if she was this using it. my first impression.
3: <laughs> so oh, anyway. my first impression ever was like, oh, my goodness, I want to be this girl. I remember being younger and watching it on TV and just being like, wow, she is dressed exactly the way that I want to be dressed. And she's badass. I was so excited. Wanted yeah, to be how, her so bad. That's how you're dressed now. <laughs> yeah, well, you,
1: we both sure. lived out that dream.
3: <laughs> we did short shorts for life. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, he pulls out the key card, shows her that, you know, that he that he grabbed it, and so they're going to some sort of test at six p.m.
1: I have a half hour to get there. The, the friends are kind of disappointed that they're not going to go hang out at Club Kill.
2: Yeah, I mean that sounds kind of fun. Disappointing.
1: Does sound like a killer time.
2: Very disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I like you said it's five thirty. So they gotta they gotta take off. They gotta get there, and. You know they they roll the body into that white room or whatever the hell you call it. Uh, you see the vats of uh, the two four five trioxin, and I swear to God, like it, this dude looked like Freddy.
1: Uh, the
3: yeah. cool looking. The zombies. So they
1: actually found this guy who was a homeless guy, hanging around yeah. the airport, and they're
2: like. Yeah, did you? <laughs> I also read like I guess he was like asking for all this shit. Like, oh before, yeah, he wanted like, a filming. limo.
1: And they had to keep him up in a hotel just so they could find him to bring him to the set. And the, uh, the makeup guy, I uh, can't, can't think of his name, he was uh, married to Linnea Quigley for a little bit. But he said, It was great having this guy because we didn't really have to use a lot of makeup on him. He already looked dead. It's oh. <laughs> like, damn, that's, <laughs> that's rough.
3: But, I wonder if he felt bad because he couldn't fill out his little uh, one of those that looks like a slingshot or whatever Borat the, the
1: thing he was wearing. Yeah. So there's a funny yeah. story about that, that. They're talking about like, so, yeah, his cup part was very like, yeah. I, I was like, Jesus, his junk's going to fall out. And apparently it fell out a lot. They're like, yeah, this this homeless cock again. Every time they moved him around, homeless cock. And it's like, oh, God.
2: Oh, man. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, he, he definitely had a resemblance to, to Freddy from part one and two.
1: Yeah, as in he looked like a burned
2: corpse. Yeah, kind of. Yeah.
3: Well, I think it was, he was the very hair. Very yellow. I think it was the hair. Yeah, he was super yellow. <laughs> yeah.
2: I guess they were going to use the trioxin to fight the war on marijuana, which th- that made me chuckle.
1: That, there's actually a <laughs> callback to that in part five because they start selling trioxin as, like, a party drug.
2: <laughs> yeah, I never saw and
1: five. Oh, I never saw it either. I just saw the preview. <laughs> <It's> like, oh. <laughs>
3: I think I saw the poster for it. It's, like, Rave to the Grave or something like that was yes, the tagline. And, yeah. and you
1: have uh, Tar Man <laughs> trying to hitch a ride to the party. It's, like, Party or Bust <laughs> or some shit. It's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, but I guess uh,
3: once
2: once he had brought back the dead, they knew they'd never be able to, you know, like destroy the, 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 the zombies or whatever.
1: The, uh, those so damn potheads. We're going to have to find another <laughs> way to combat
2: them. So Kurt and Julie show up on the motorcycles. He's just like, Hey, I'm going to go see my dad. And he's like,
3: okay, go ahead. Yeah, just come on in. It's totally fine. <laughs> We're not making bioweapons. It's fine. Come on in. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Just go.
2: And, uh, she uh, she has to like lick the oh, card oh, okay. to get so, the so thing well, to like, work.
1: Well, dude, you, you got to lick it before you stick it. But he tries the card, and it doesn't work. And for some reason, she thinks to lick the key card. Yeah. It's all in the tongue. That's
3: how you get COVID, girlfriend. <laughs> I did, there is this, <laughs> this funny video of,
1: of this woman trying to uh, pump gas, and she can't get the nozzle in. So she spits on the nozzle and kind of strokes it, and then it goes right in. And her husband oh. is, like, there. And he's just like, what
3: the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Yuck.
2: That's, <laughs>
3: that's, that's <laughs> something. That is so, something.
2: <laughs> so uh, they, you know, they go inside, and they walk by, like, a room with um, Sinclair's, like, drilling, like, into an arm. I, I think she was, like... Erecting one of the exoskeletons or
3: whatever. Yeah, they're
1: just doing random tests behind curtains.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Then like, throwing they, body parts into a um, incinerator. The heck! You're Thank welcome. you. <laughs> I was like, what is that word? <laughs> but uh, they they get into
2: this this room. There's a bunch of metal crates. Like, you know, they have a guard going around making his rounds. Now, those those crates didn't seem too tall. I, I I don't know. I feel like they would have noticed if somebody was on top of one of them. It was a shipping just...
1: container, basically. They're, they're taller than you think. I mean, they had to climb a ladder to get to the top.
2: Yeah, I guess so, but I don't know. I felt like he probably could have seen them.
3: You know, or just heard them tip-tapping around it's up just there. It's kind of like
1: you. when you're at Bramium High School and the police are searching with a spotlight and you're on the roof and you just kind of lay down and just don't move. Oh, uh-huh. mission uh-huh.
3: impossible, your way uh-huh. back to Norm's yeah. house. <laughs> I don't know anything about that. <laughs>
1: I just made it up. That never happened.
2: Never. Nope. 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 Didn't happen. So anyway, so they can they can see through like Kurt and Melinda, um, Melinda, uh, Julie can see through the, the like this plexiglass. So they're kind of seeing what's going on.
3: In the yeah, I love she's there.
1: like, ooh, it's airtight. I wonder what's going on there. And you can see the crack at the bottom. <laughs> like where it moved. I'm like, jeez. Yeah. Oh, geez.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no
2: containment. <laughs> they have they have the test subject all strapped up and like, electroded or whatever. They're peeking in and like, they, I guess they, they confirmed that like, he's dead. He's They're now exposing him to the Which trioxin. Was, all right, so the
1: reason they go, they go about testing if the trioxin works kind of is a plot hole from the first two movies because they're like, oh, he's got a flat line. No heartbeat. And then he has a heartbeat all of a sudden. But no one had a heartbeat. Remember the the, the guys? Uh, Freddy?
3: Even, like, in the movie itself, it's because she ran, you know, spoiler alert, she comes a zombie, obviously. But, um, you know, later on she talks about how she can't yeah. feel her heart beating. So. so why is his heart beating?
1: And maybe. It may, maybe it just kicks back in for a second.
3: It also seems like when they kind of uh, exposed him to all of that, his nose was really gross, and then his yeah. nose started to bleed, too. So it was like, I don't know, maybe using that opens it up for them or he something. He also got a
1: zomboner. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Gotta fill out that uh, that cup there.
2: <laughs> uh. So yeah, he's, he's, be- so, <laughs> he's basically just immediately reanimated. Julie starts, like, freaking out, and it seems like, like the... Like the zombie can like sense them, or like he saw. Yeah, them even though something.
1: he's got like the blind eyes, he looks up and like sees her, and she's like, "Ooh."
2: Yeah,
3: my dog has those blind eyes, and he definitely can see still. So maybe it's just a little foz, fuzzy, foggy.
2: <laughs> and uh, one one person grabs this like huge, fucking, like pneumatic gun. Like you have to hook up something like the, the air thing compressor. To the gun, yeah, that's then,
1: Brian Peck.
2: Yeah, and then put you know puts the. Dart or whatever it is that they that they use like liquid and nitrogen, square.
1: like yeah. capsule. Even though it's like they're keeping it in a suitcase, whatever it is, you, you can see like his face freezes.
3: Yeah, yeah. hits him square like, in the
2: target that's drawn like on his head, kind of like this target. Yeah, that
3: one. <laughs> yeah, exactly like that one. Is that it public- is kind of cumbersome, you know. Like if you're gonna put these. Things out on the battlefield against marijuana smokers, <laughs> you think you'd want to have a more uh, easy way to take them out instead of being like, okay, I got to hook it up to this thing. I got to put this thing in there. I got to wait until it goes boop, boop,
2: boop. It, <laughs> it, it, it reminded me of like something from like the Revolutionary War where like mm-hmm. you have to like, you shoot like one like musket ball and then you got to like, you know, like yeah. get the thing gotta out. Got to tamp and it. In. it in. No, this wait, is, just, put the this is
1: just the testing <laughs> phase. Like this has to still go through the FDA and, you know, all sorts of red tape. They're just trying shit out.
2: Yeah, no, I get it. That's are trying
1: on clothes without tags to see what fits.
2: Yeah, so he, he basically, like, his head freezes and all that stuff, and now he's a flatliner. <laughs> everyone thumbs up. They're like, yeah. <laughs> Fucker. yeah. Uh, yeah, so obviously, like curtain Julia like what the fuck and well no like she he says her, what the fuck he's like oh that's she's that's like, my yes. dad and she's like yeah. fuck yeah
3: mm. <laughs> she fucking loved <laughs> it <laughs> let's go fuck now and she of
2: course like she drops her pin which the guard hears that you know So not them they talking escape.
1: They, he, he literally no. hears a yeah. pin drop
2: Yeah. so they escape out of the room so essentially like I said like the plan is to like freeze them up, crate them away until they need them. Uh Sinclair agrees it's hard to argue with the results. And at this time one guy is getting his hand bitten because he decided to stick it into the dude's mouth. Yeah, that was yeah. that was not hour. smart.
1: And I got to say they're all, they're all busy like high-fiving and like grab-assing that they don't notice what's happening in the room they're supposed to be watching. And they tell yeah. us about uh, electricity from the neurons. That's why they crave brains, and, and they're like blah 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 blah. And everyone's dying in front of them, blood splattering yeah. everywhere. Yeah.
2: So clearly, it didn't work. And then, like, he gets like, was it stabbed repeatedly with a scalpel and smashed to death? Like, he just said while the guy's like trying to load the weapon, he's just like. Yeah, so the zombies <laughs> like kind of smart. smart.
3: Yeah, yeah, using tools. Go yeah. zombie.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, but And I just kept thinking, I'm like, it takes way too long to load that fucking yeah,
1: thing. Yeah, and then you miss.
2: Hopefully.
1: The guy misses, and it looks Go. like a paintball, like a blue paintball behind him. Like, I, I mm. don't know what the chemical is that they're using.
3: I think they referred to it as acid at one Freezing
1: point. Freezing
3: acid? I guess. I don't know. <laughs>
1: Movie yeah, magic. I, I mean, I guess we shouldn't <laughs> rip apart every sciency thing in this movie. They, they're not scientists.
0: Oh no. You
1: can't, can't just put a <laughs> lab coat on an asshole and go, like, "You're a scientist now." I feel like they've done that. Oh yeah, I wear a lab coat at work.
2: There you go. Okay. So anyway, so they strap him down again. Uh, but they forgot about uh, Dr. Swiss Cheese down like on the floor and he reanimates and takes a giant bite out of like the other doctor. It didn't hold. Uh, oh, the calf. Yeah, right in the calf. And so oh. they are like seal the room, fuck them all.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I like how they close, they did a close up on the guy's head and all the uh, foam from the, I guess, yeah. the zombie spit. I don't know. It was like, <laughs> and then he was like drooling and it's all this yeah. gross, viscous, the yellow stuff coming out. It was awesome. <laughs>
2: yeah so basically they they left him to like fend for himself and you know he takes down like the doctor and of course Colonel Peck wants an answer I have a phone call with Washington right now what do I tell them (laughs) tell them we're fine
1: tell them that uh, (laughs) I don't know (laughs) I I got nothing
2: everything's great (laughs) we're fine we're fine fine. everything's fine everything's fine you're fine we're all fine (laughs) Uh, back at the house. Looks like we have a uh, an intimate setup going on with some Claytown troupe playing in the uh, background.
1: Yeah, I was well, trying to now. figure out the music that he listens to. There's some like random posters. There's an L7 poster. Um, I yeah. could not, for the life of me, figure out what the fuck his shirt said. It was like Dying Breed okay. or Dirty Blood or something <laughs> in between. If anyone knows. Yeah, so.
3: it was written in yeah, it was written in, like, Norwegian black metal, like, like Yeah, <laughs> 80s heavy
1: metal <laughs> font.
2: Where it's basically <laughs> just, like, scribble that make words. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, well, it's all intimate for now, but she won't shut up about the zombie Oh my god, yeah. Which, yeah so which,
1: so they, mean, they just finished having sex, and she's like,
2: oh, wasn't it
1: incredible? He's like, yeah, fuck yeah, gives himself a high five, and she's like, the way they shot that zombie in the face. He's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, that's what put
3: you over the edge? Yeah, It's like, girl, me- shut up. I'm <laughs> trying to take you to pound town. Come on now.
2: <laughs> it's like, oh, did you did you remember that? <laughs> Try not to. Yeah, right.
3: yeah, Pretty much. It must be terrible to be dead. That's kind of the fun thing I like about this series, is that you get that view from the zombie. Like, how do they really feel? Because I feel like every other zombie movie, it's just this, like, you know, rah, brains yeah. and, like, With this, you know, you feel like it's, like in the first one. It hurts to be With the zombie. Yeah, it hurts. And like, yeah, it's awesome. I love it. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Uh, So, Kurt doesn't seem to care about his dad or anything that he's doing.
1: Yeah, they're planning Uh, on running away. Oh, no, they're not planning on running away yet. But he does say to her that he's never going to let you go, Ever.
3: Very serious two-month relationship that they've had. So we don't know how long their
1: relationship... We know that he's been there for six months. Yeah, six So months, obviously yes. okay. it's not so. six months. It's some span shorter than that.
3: I'm just speculating wildly. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs>
2: so dad comes home. And uh, time to get dressed. Because, you know, you don't want to be indecent. And he's like, oh, we got to talk. Alone. In his office. Away from that fucking bitch. Uh, So he's going to be relocated to Oklahoma City. Uh, They just got there six months ago. Kurt's like, I'm not fucking going. And he's like, well, yeah, we're both going. We're leaving in a week. He's like, no, we're not. You know
1: what? I put up with a lot of your shit. I let you get a motorcycle. I put up with your fucking fancy dreams of being a rock and roll drummer. Even that bitch you hang out with.
3: How then, old is he supposed to be? Do you guys know? He's 17. Be, I mean,
2: they got to be out of high school, right?
3: 17, yeah, oh, okay. 17. I'm guessing. Yeah. Uh, he has to be young enough. Yeah, he's got to be young enough that his dad's like, "Yeah, you're not staying by yourself." Yeah. Like, "Hello." So, yeah. And then
2: he pulls out the ultimate dick move where he just goes, "You never acted like this when your mother was alive."
1: Yeah, Hello, blow. Now, does he say alive? Does he specifically say that? I thought he said here cuz I was like, "Oh, well, we're on oh, no. a yeah, alive.
2: Yeah, I thought I was pretty sure he said alive.
1: And then they never talk about the mother again. I mean, obviously.
3: Nope. They do at the end. Do they? do they? Yeah, they do at the end. Yep. Sorry, I just watched it today. Oh wait,
2: yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they so they take off. They're on the bike. Meanwhile, she's like all grabby grabby while he's trying to you know, ride the motorcycle which uh, doesn't seem like he's able to keep that too steady. No,
1: he I mean, it was already a reckless drive and she's like grabbing his crotch. Yeah.
3: I also like how before they left the house, he was like, I got a pack and just grabs his drumsticks. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is essential. Must have these. That just
1: goes to show you, he's his a drummer.
3: <laughs> yeah, very serious. <laughs> yeah.
2: So, yeah. So he obviously can't focus on two things at once. And so the truck's coming from the other direction. And he skids off to the side and Julie just hits a fucking telephone. She got
1: hereditary. Like,
2: squaw in the chest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
3: Oh, I was just gonna say that, Mike. Her head. Took the words out of my mouth. It was the
1: same on.
2: set.
3: Uh, probably, <laughs> yeah. You know, they were way ahead of their time, making oh, you know, telephone poles scary. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but her head stayed on. Come on, she didn't even hit her head.
3: Oh, well, she did hit Ooh, her it was head. Like all <laughs> chest.
2: She hit her head.
3: Yeah, her it face was,
2: went. Yeah,
1: what? it was definitely like a ninety-degree angle.
2: I thought she just kind of hit it flat like that and, like, her head missed. She broke her neck. It was just, like, all chest. Either way, she did. She did. She did not make <laughs> it. She did. So, like, he's a little bit banged up, but she's oh, dead. Also devastated. notices
1: this, the key card. Now, did she yes.
2: have that on her?
1: Or he just didn't get a chance to put it back yet? I couldn't tell. I think she had it yeah, on Yeah, so that meant.
3: Yeah, I
2: think she still so has it. So that's sketchy. Cause yeah, because I think he a... said something when they were in the bedroom, like, I have to, like, you gotta, like, give me the card back.
1: Oh, I thought he said, I have to put it back. So I thought maybe oh. she stole it.
3: Oh, yeah, maybe. they kind of ran out of there, you know, quickly, you know, trying to get away from her, with uh, from his dad and stuff. I don't know. I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt. I am a Julie Stan. Oh,
1: I am too. I just, <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out the ins and outs of their relationships.
2: Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, he he sees the key card and then all of a sudden he turns into Gru where he's like light bulb.
1: <laughs> and I thought this next part was hilarious how he kind of weekend at bernie her <laughs> to his back.
3: <laughs> OK, how does this happen? How like how do you like you, just you, go to see my dad again? It's not my dead girlfriend. She's you, fine. She's you, sleepy. You just, We're just going to go in. It's good. He's, he's got a rope
1: tied to her look, hand. you like, like oh, look, she's waving to you.
2: I mean, obviously, you got to put her on the bike first, and then, like, how does how do you get on the bike and then like prop her up? And he
1: he, uh, just... he piggybacked her; he tied her to his his back, and now she's a backpack.
2: Okay. All right. Well. Either way. Uh, so yeah, they he props her up on the bike, ride you know, rides through security. He's like, yeah, 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 go on through. Uh, sneaks in, and happens upon Colonel Sinclair. Oh, this is when he. Notices Colonel Sinclair drilling into the thing. I thought it was the first time. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, drilling into like yeah. a severed arm and uh, like the hands like moving.
3: Yeah, and she's like, who's out there? I see someone out there. I'm busy screwing in here. Right. Come on now.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he picks Julie up, carries her into like the contained room. Like a guard is heading that way. Uh, Kurt puts on the hazmat suit, grabs a grabs a container with a with a zombie in it. And releases, it, like, the trioxin to bring it And did back. you
1: notice how he couldn't figure out how to work the valve on the barrel? So he's like, hey, you know what? I'm just going to pry it open.
3: And just open the whole thing up. Totally fine. Let's." At, let up at least zombies. he put on, like, yeah, the I'm whole fine.
1: hazmat suit and the gas
3: mask. He did forget to tape his wrists like the people in the first scene had, though. I like the detail.
2: Yeah, yeah so not realizing he's trying to bring her back, not realizing realizing that she's going to be, like, a zombie version. Uh, the container lid is now, like, moving and Julie wakes up and she has no clue what's no, happening. No, she goes, like, she's what just
1: did like, she say? That was incredible. Let's do it again. He's like, are you fucking kidding me? What are you
2: wearing? Yeah, right. <laughs> she says she feels numb. Her neck hurts. Well, probably because it just snapped in half, I guess.
3: And her neck is like going. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: starts to explain. But then the container topples over and obviously they got to bounce. Uh they let out a, uh, a melty zombie and they lock him in the lock him in that
1: room. Oh, that zombie was cool.
3: I yeah. love that zombie. Yeah. <laughs> that <is> awesome.
2: <laughs> now, this is where like, Julie is saying she can't feel her heart. And Kurt lets out the bad news. Now it's like, ah, so this thing happened. You died.
3: And you're dead. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They didn't see like the zombie rampage, so he didn't realize just how bad the situation now could get. Now they
1: did noticed that i mean maybe because he looked horrible to begin with and then came back that they thought that this was a good idea like i i don't know the implications of bringing someone back with trioxin. now i gotta ask if either of you died would you want to be brought back
3: no (laughs) it sounds terrible yeah thank you yeah Leave me mean, alone. Unless there's some, some sort
2: of... Well, first of all, how old am I? And, like, where right are now, we technology-wise? No,
1: no, Can you, this is in... right now. Right now, the roof collapse, and a beam crushes your skull.
3: Ugh, definitely not want to come back like that. At least if you break your neck like Julie did, you come yeah, back intact. It's just like a, a bobblehead, nice. Jeremy. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 I think I'm oh,
1: good. I'm coming back. So,
3: uh, if someone said you could be a vampire... I would come back as a vampire, I'm zombie, mm, no. Mm.
0: I
1: think either way, vampire, yeah, you yes. still come back. Zombie, yes. So yeah. j- just so my uh, last will and testament, trioxin, please, yes. You know what is it? Do not resuscitate. Please trioxify me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so yeah, so like. Now, this other zombie, like, bust through, which almost is, like, sinister laughing. Like, at... oh That's what it sounded like to me. It's like he was fucking laughing at him. Uh, hmm. Bust through, like, attacks them. Uh, they escape, but are caught by a guard who's then attacked by the zombie. And now we have a Sector 12 containment breach.
3: Can we talk about that zombie a little more? Like, okay, so the part where... Uh, the zombie kind of decides, oh, I need my arm back because his arm's like melted to his chest and he (laughs) decides to rip it and the whole side of his face comes off and there's like a nerve from his eyeball that stays attached to the part that got ripped off. So all that stuff happened and I guess the... actress melinda clark didn't know what was going to happen so the whole thing does that and that scream that she lets out is real because she like didn't know that was going to happen she was like what the fuck yeah, see, I, <laughs> like, I thought the zombie looked
1: awesome super cool the special effects on this were awesome they mm-hmm. actually on imdb yeah. put that as a goof saying that that was a string although i thought it was a oh. nerve and i thought it looked
3: awesome me too same and it's like that through the whole movie later on he comes back and it's still like yeah, people like to hate on <laughs> it's great. everything
2: uh, looking through security, Reynolds uh, sees his son took his badge and uh, so they put out an APB on the bike and a containment squad. Uh, there's only so much time before like her brain will shut down. so until then there's enough of a uh, connection between the two of them that she won't eat him you know, eat yeah.
1: And then she's like, if she attacks him, he becomes like her. like, okay, bitch, we get how fucking Sit zombies there. work.
3: Sinclair's the worst, and then she was like, "I need to take over," and they were just like, "No, actually, we want to leave John in charge, even though he definitely fucked up and is emotionally involved in this, but that's fine. You don't take control of Yeah, Colonel tomorrow. Peck
1: is like, "Bitch, <laughs> hold off. Like, we're gonna try to cover our asses here."
2: Yeah. So uh, now they're, they're 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 on the run now. Uh, she's freaking out and she's hangry.
1: And did, so so I there's get. an APB <laughs> out on his motorcycle. They're driving the motorcycle. There's a cop right behind them, and I'm like, "Oh fuck." getting pulled over. Nope, he takes a left. He's like, no, fuck that <laughs> shit, man. I ain't dealing with that.
3: This is in LA, right? Is this where it's supposed yeah, to be? Yeah, so they're
1: in, they're in South Central. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, supposedly.
2: Yeah, so apparently these are the days where adults hang out at 7-Eleven. Uh, this was the nerdiest game ever.
1: They're playing Street Fighter, and like the chick is like, Can, <laughs> "Can we go?" He's shut up, bitch. If we listen to you, he never would have made it to level seven.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What yeah. an interesting convenience store. I had like it was like a liquor store kind of. That's what and it then, was. Like, Mark's later liquor. On, the van looks Yeah, and then uh, it looks like the van. It said like call one eight hundred thirsty or something. So what they're delivering alcohol? I don't know. That was and hilarious. <laughs> yeah, and they got a one eight hundred drink up. Very weird. Ah, yes. there we go. Yeah, it was drink up.
2: <laughs> yeah, so uh, so they go in and she's like, just housing donuts and ding dongs and don't you ever feed her, little. essay. <laughs> <laughs> so Sentence yeah, this is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, you know he gets into it with with the guys. Or yeah, and like the owner goes over to break it up and like he you know he pays him for the food. Did
3: you notice
1: so so this yeah. is like the most recognizable face in the movie was uh I don't know if it's he's listed as store owner, but the place is called Mark's liquor. Didn't exactly look like a mark. That is Dana Lee, who is in fucking everything. If there's an Asian man, yeah. he's in that fucking movie. <laughs> He's in Curb Your Enthusiasm, he's always given Larry David shit. He was in Pineapple Express, he was in Rambo First Blood 2, blah 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 blah. blah, blah. A, lot of, a lot of other shit. Wow.
3: But yeah, I knew it from So he, looked he familiar. straps
1: up and then he's like, "Take it outside, motherfuckers." And then they
2: rob him.
3: Did him dirty. Yeah. Poor guy.
2: Yeah, the uh yeah, uh, the other guy is uh robbing the store and end up shooting the clerk.
1: He shot the clerk? Yeah, there was a little struggle for his gun Just and saying. He- kind of shoots himself in the gut.
3: Yeah. And then they kick him. Like you already shot him, and then you're gonna kick him in the stomach like poor guy.
2: And on the way out, Julie decides to bite one of the guys.
3: Yum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep.
2: And uh loves the taste of it. So Oh yeah, she's mm. like like it was like finger looking good.
3: Yeah. yeah the look on her face she was like oh
2: <laughs> yeah the gang the gang then like shoots his bike and like kicks it over uh, they get into a van, like you said, it's one eight hundred. Drink up, and uh, the owner, the, the shot owner, like jumps like on the hood of the car. Hey, on uh, the van. Ghetto, give me a ride to the hospital. And then, and then the cops are goes. No wait, I go with them. Yeah, I know, right? He's like, "Fuck you guys, like your <laughs> bitch is crazy." Let me out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they let uh, they let Reynolds know that uh, they found a son uh, in the van. She's still hungry, and she takes her pin and then pricks oh, herself. God.
3: Uh, repeatedly, like, that was just painful, like, she's just, like, stab, 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 and it's, like, right in the, like, meat of her, in between her thumb and her forefinger. Yeah, so she's
1: using pain to alleviate her pain. Uh, We'll talk a a little about that later, but yeah, that's that's rough.
2: Yeah, so, uh, the guy in the back, uh, like, the owner, he just wants to kind of get the fuck out, and, um... Yeah, so he sticks his head out the window and takes a bullet to the yeah, head. Yeah, he's like, "Help me, yeah, he help got, me, pop."
3: Yeah, he got JFK. No.
1: Yeah, <laughs> too it, soon. It, it, too soon. That was 1963, <laughs> dude. So, so anyway, so they shoot him, and you see the bullet hole, and he falls over. But like the next time you see him, it, it it's like the dome of his stadium came off,
2: which yep, did yep. look cool. Uh, so, it did yes. look very cool. It really did. Uh, so like they're caught on a in a dead end. Uh, Julie gets out the back and starts like eating the guy and does like ooh brains brains. I love Kurt, that. Kurt stops her. Uh, cops catch up to the, uh, the drink up van and uh, give their warnings. No one is like in the front and uh, zombie Chan bursts out from the back and uh, gets uh, it was a couple of the cops, I believe right. Yeah, he was. killed. He killed one of the. cops. Yeah,
3: there's two cops. They open that. Yeah, the yeah, cops are in the back, the back doors. Back. Yeah. Yeah. With a tire iron, I think. Yes. I think that's what that yeah, was. and
1: Kurt um, and Julie so, are gone.
2: Yeah. So, but also, yeah, with his half head, takes out like the other cop.
1: And you see the uh, man. The, the manhole gone. just kind of closes <laughs> like they're Ninja Turtles.
3: Yeah. Right, <laughs> 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 and those you things are heavy. I feel you like you guys have talked about this before. Yeah, they're
1: cool. That they used to pry those open with. That's what the yeah, three marks Yeah, Sharon are. one time,
3: she was trying to be a good Samaritan and put one back in place because she saw oh, it was like, off oh, for no. whatever reason, she broke her fingers. <laughs> she broke like two of her fingers. I was like, girl, just leave it alone. <laughs>
2: yeah, they're, they're like over 100 pounds, I think.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, they're meant to stay totally.
1: in, the, in the street.
2: It's true. Yes. It's true. So, uh, so yeah, the containment squad shows up at the last minute. He's, uh, the second cop is still alive. Kurt and Julie take off. Reynolds sends out a uh, search party, but doesn't want him hurt. And this is where you see the manhole cover shuts, and she's getting hungrier and hungrier. And Julie finds a spring to like cut herself with because she says the pain.
1: Now helps. this was one of those moments where I was like, "Oh my!" Like it was too much. I'm like, "Holy
3: crap!" Yeah, it definitely like popped through, and I was just yeah. And like, then she's
1: twisting also, it in. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I've also realized after I watched the uh, Blu-ray copy that I got of it that it was the director's cut. So when I was younger and watching this movie, it wasn't as gory, or they like kind of finesse the gore because they were trying not to get the NC-17 rating. So watching it now as like the director's cut, I was like, holy shit! Like this is like graphic, and I was watching it with Nick, and he was just like, this is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, sorry,
1: <laughs> it's homework. Right. <laughs> No, no, this is fun. This yeah. is romance. Come on.
2: <laughs> so Kurt's kind of angry now, where he's like, how could you eat that guy? And how dare uh, is this? She she... Goes,
1: it's your fault, motherfucker.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah she, it she, is his fault. She she blames him, and he comes back with that she's disgusting, and like, I was just helping you. Like, that—that that's what I was trying to I do. I
1: wish you could go back to the way you used to be.
3: Oof. Yeah, ouch.
1: See, this is oh, where yeah. it gets into that, like, <laughs> toxic relationship type of thing. It's like he's in love with the, the fantasy, the idea of her being alive. But now that she's alive again, he's like, well, I, you know, I don't know if I can hang out with a zombie.
2: Mm. <laughs> yeah, so she, she runs away. He goes after her. And another person from under the bridge, like, uh, hears and Julia's up top look like a, of like this bridge and looks like she's going to jump. Yeah,
1: she's going to jump into the aqueduct.
2: Yeah. Uh, Kurt's trying to talk her down. Not exactly doing the best job. Uh, apologizes, kind Don't of. Don't jump! Sort of.
1: Please. He takes out an acoustic guitar, he starts playing. <laughs> Those motherfuckers who's, who's at third eye
2: blind.
3: Yeah. Step back from that ledge, my friend.
2: <laughs> and then... Is like the whole, I liked you before, I fucked you up kind of thing. And she jumps into the water. He chases after her. And this uh river, the river man, I yes. believe is his actual credit, uh, is like walking towards Kurt. And the gang drives up. And then like the cop was it uh,
1: Santos. So Santos is the, the leader yeah. of the gang. And that's a nice 1972 Ford Gran Torino. It was a nice car.
3: Very nice.
2: Yeah. yeah so Very like they're scary. thinking that the cops are all all there because of the little incident and uh Mogo is getting kind of like uh, fucked up in the back because he got bit. Maybe the bitch had rabies.
3: Let's go get her instead of taking our friend to the hospital. Yeah, yeah you
1: know? they're, they're bent on revenge.
2: So like Santos, like, so like you said, the lead guy now he wants to fuck Kurt and the bitch up. Yep.
3: I hate that he calls her the bitch constantly. That's super annoying. Like you don't even know her, man. I'm calling her a bitch. Oh, he doesn't know her
2: name. (laughs) And
1: she did take a chunk out of his friend's arm.
2: True. I mean, I I might call her a bitch, With no backstory. I mean, he has no background. He, like, he has got nothing to go on.
3: I think he was calling her a bitch before she did that, though. (laughs) He was like, don't you feed your bitch?
2: (laughs) Oh, (laughs) yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay. All right. I
3: think that's just what he calls ladies. Not nice.
2: (laughs) So, uh, yeah, the, the river man approaches Kurt and he's like, spouting some craziness about rivers swallowing people and,
3: um, Orleans. <laughs>
2: yeah. He's like, wants to be found? Look like she jumped. Looks like she done jumped on
3: purpose. Yeah, he speaks the truth. He reminds me of uh, old man Marley from Home Alone.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> Even nah. the waiters and everything.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so Kurt finds her. Uh, Riverman tells her to leave her be. Ain't no one deader than that.
1: Yeah, and dead. then she gets up, and he's like, she
2: whoa. Did. Yeah, she very did. Uh, she wakes up and is clearly miserable. Like, she's not dead. She's not alive. Uh, she wants no part of this, and Kurt is determined to make it work because he's just going to force that shit on him, on her. Yeah. Uh,
3: the yeah, gang- she's even like, why do you keep doing this to me? Like, why? Just let me die.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and, like, the gang shows up, and they are throwing some nasty Gang insults like, hey, your ass is grass.
1: That's pretty bad. That's that's a bad one. (laughs) That
3: that makes me think of Bob's burgers. (laughs) Your ass is grass and I'm gonna mow it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think I just saw that one the other day too.
3: (laughs) It's so good. I know we both love that show.
2: (laughs) Oh, it's fantastic. So good. But yeah, it's just funny when like, you know, super tough like gangs and then like your ass is grass. (laughs)
1: Yeah, the dialogue is Uh, something in this movie for sure.
2: So the three of them head for the tunnel as the gang gets back in the car. Uh, Colonel Peck reassures uh, John that they are doing their best. Uh, They found their escape route as Colonel Sinclair announces she's taken over and like John is now relieved of his duties. I'm gonna go out like he's I'm gonna go after my son. And
1: I love that his boys all follow him. Like you could tell yeah, he's been yeah. a good leader. So the oh, you're in charge? Fuck off,
2: bitch.
3: Yeah, and he hasn't even been there that yeah. long. Yeah. It's great. He's a good leader. Yeah,
2: so uh Riverman, Kurt, and Julie, they're uh they're walking through the sewers and Julie keeps getting these cramps. Uh, she's getting like getting stiff.
1: I thought you were going to say she's and, getting uh, her period. I think that <laughs> stops when you die. Ah, oh, okay. That that's <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. No. Nope. Wasn't going She's there. Going but, through the okay. change. Well, that sh- she is. Yeah. But anyway, so the Riverman leaves them to his home,
1: which is the Ninja Turtle like Lair. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it reminded me of. Fucking huge.
2: Just waiting for like Master Splinter to like come out. Oh, that's the
1: Riverman is. Riverman is Splinter. He talks like Splinter. Yeah. He's got like that weird kind of. Like fatherly advice.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Again, not to bring it back to Home Alone again, but it made me think of Home Alone too with the bird lady. Her she scared
2: like, the crap out of me.
3: I know she's scary, like oh my god. And then
2: you find out she has a heart of gold.
3: She does. She's a nice lady.
2: <laughs> so yeah, so bring like his his home is like it's like a pump room or like whatever. You know, it's quite cozy. You know, he made the best of what he has. That's nice. And uh he asks what their, you know, what their deal is. And he explains the whole story, like his story anyway. Riverman starts laughing, but says it doesn't sound dumb. If people could bring out what's inside them, they'd be a lot more happy people.
3: Yeah, he wants to be in a band, but he's never been in a band.
1: Yes,
2: <laughs> Yeah,
3: you can do it. Riverman says uh, so. Yeah. Riverman <laughs>
1: sounds like a, a musician, like a blues yeah. musician. Yeah,
3: I think. And a motivational speaker.
1: Yeah, they call me the River yeah. Man.
3: I like how he's saying really nice things, but in a very aggressive, light like, yeah. tone of voice. I know. <laughs>
2: it's like uh, it's like the it's like Ollie from Family Guy, where it just like yells at him.
3: It's yeah. gonna rain. <laughs> it's
2: like, Yo, good dude. Anyway, so Kurt offers his thanks, and uh, is given a Mardi Gras coin, and tells him to pass it along to somebody who needs it. it's like a lucky coin.
1: It was a touching moment. And
2: uh, it was. Uh, Santos and the and the clan head inside the tunnel instead of getting Mojo to the hospital or Mogo. Sorry, (laughs) Mojo, Mogo, Mago. I don't know, but anyway, he needs medical attention, and they're just kind of putting that to the side. Julie's starting to shake, and she's added a lip piercing, and uh, Kurt reassures her that they will make it to Seattle. So he's going to bring a dead person to, to to Seattle.
1: Nothing says grunge like dragging your dead corpse of a girlfriend on the back of your bike.
2: Julie realizing that, like, she can't make this work. She's always hungry. She's shivering. She breaks a bottle and stabs herself again to ease the hunger. Feeling a little bit better. She's now getting frisky with glass sticking out of her hand.
1: She says, when it doesn't hurt, I I get hungry.
3: Yeah, and, like, the when she breaks the bottle and steps on it and then pulls it out of her heel, Mm. that was upsetting. I was like, oh, she's just, like, digging it around, like, oh, it's fine, it's no big deal. And then she, like, turns away and starts, like, shoving it in her hand, and he's like, what are you doing?
1: Now, I know it's the alleviation of pain, but it looks like it's pleasurable for her. She's like,
3: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. It Definitely makes her a little frisky. Also, I wonder, should he be making out with a zombie? And do they have sex... During the scene, I don't know. I feel like they kind of hint towards it. But it's
1: implied. because, sure. I mean, they definitely lay with each other, and they they yeah, take they just, take a nap. So she she's calm enough to fall asleep.
3: Yeah, and well, like I feel like you would become a zombie if you made out with a zombie or had well, sex. With well, this a zombie. is
2: where like I brought we brought this up in uh, twenty eight days yeah, later. We, we definitely
1: like, talk you know, about having sex like... with, with corpses all the time.
3: Yeah, who
2: doesn't?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, the blood, the blood, but, the blood you know, kissing.
2: Yeah, the the blood kiss and it's like okay, like wash your face first. Like get you know, like how are you not
3: Yeah, it's a you know, in
1: the, in this yeah, case yeah. there's no washing death off. Mm.
2: True. Correct.
1: But a condom so, is definitely suggested.
3: And maybe a dental dam. <laughs> oh <Oh-ho. laughs> <No> Julie.
2: <laughs> so the, the gang is still searching and John and the cops finally they find the tunnel. And there's, like, this freaky montage, and this is what we saw in the opening credits, I believe, of her just mm-hmm. mutilating herself. mean like, it's yeah. just, like... Intense. Shit everywhere. Like, some of them, like, were kind of tough to watch. Yeah. But, like, the river man, he's, like, sleeping on the job, because I thought he was supposed to be kind of, like, keeping watch or whatever. And uh, Santos finds him, like, trying to, like, get where they are out of him. Like, get their location... Kurt comes out of the door, wing like, with a pe- big piece of wood, and uh, things get a little reversed as Santos tells Kurt to uh, like call for her, and um, out she comes looking badass, like yeah, she does. super like piercings everywhere, like ready to like kick some fucking Santos.
1: Yeah, like, she comes ass. out like the poster, the the cover. Uh, apparently, that took six to nine hours. For her oh, to be sure. in the makeup chair.
3: Yeah. Yeah, they were saying that it was like... I actually heard 12 hours the first time. So, like, she was up at 4 a.m. getting all this makeup on her. They didn't even get to shoot until 4 p.m. Then they'd shoot, like, another, like, 10, 12 hours off of that. So they'd be at, like, 26 hours of shooting. Like, it definitely seemed like a rough movie shoot. Uh, got paid real well for the 26 hours, I guess. But other than that, like, it, yeah, it was intense and, you know, insane. Yeah. <laughs> Not fun.
2: Yeah. So just like nails, glass, like shit everywhere. Santos pulls a knife and he's like, you look like my kind of bitch.
3: Who would say that looking at her? Like, oh, like I would just uh be like, okay, you're terrifying. I'm going to back away. She looks too sharp
2: to be
1: sticking things near.
3: Lots of sharp edges. Yes. Did you guys notice? So the first time I saw the movie, the the first few times I saw it, I didn't realize what she had in her palm, that like sharp spike thing. It's a pair of scissors. Yeah. That she shoves through her wrist out yes. of her palm, yeah. and I was like, "Holy shit!" And like I, again, like when I saw it the first time, I think it was the non-director's cut, so it wasn't as explicit with it. I think they did a lot of like you know, fuzzy shots and and cutaways and stuff to make it so they didn't get that NC seventeen.
2: Yeah, uh, so the two of them, uh, Julie and Santos, they go inside, they shut the door, and. Um... I feel like a Prince's Bride moment here where it's like, I don't think this is go how you th- this isn't going to go how you think it's going to go. <laughs> like this this is never going to end well. So and then Felipe uh, shoots River. Uh, Moga is dead now. And Santos is screaming. So, you know, we've got a lot to uh, unpack here.
1: <laughs> yeah. And not like the good kind of screaming.
2: No. Yeah, he's not happy. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, so out comes Julie holding Santos's head, which was awesome. Yeah, he. he I love the, the it. whole head on a stick. It's like barely. It's like barely attached to his. Like I think it's hanging by a string. It's. It's,
3: it's got the whole yeah, spine he, that she like ripped
1: out. it's the spine. Out. Oh, it's so cool. Yeah, the zombies <laughs> were so cool in this. Oh
3: my god, uh, so cool.
2: So like she's like dragging it. Felipe keeps like shooting, and like nothing is working. She makes quirk quick work of him, and, like, bites his lip off, which was <laughs> oh. another like cool thing.
3: He, like, doesn't react at all the way that I think I would react if someone was slowly pulling my lip down past my chin. He's just like, oh, no. And it's like, no, yeah. you'd be screaming.
2: This is quite uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, he's
1: probably in shock. It's very realistic. <laughs>
2: okay. So, like, the chick uh, like is trying to, like, climb out, and she gets, like, all, like, cuts, like, down her leg. And Kurt stops her, but out comes Zombie Mago, who uh, bites the other chick um, that was with the gang. As they go back into Riverman's place, Zombie Santos with a small head and spine comes out, which, like, this was pretty fucking cool, too. Uh, comes out of the water, you know, uh, Riverman's just like, what the fuck? This is not how my day was, like, expected. This to is
1: why I never have company.
2: That's so why we can't have nice things, Mike. No. Uh, so they board up the door. John and, and the crew, they're, like, they're going through like the tunnels, getting closer. And the zombie gang is making their way in, but Julie's getting hungry again. Santo sticks his head in as Riverman knocks it off with a two-by-four. Nice. <laughs>
3: it's home run. <laughs> yeah.
2: They're they're making their way through the, like, the boards. And... Uh, they break one of the pipes and like the steam like they like steam goes like right in their face yeah like burning the shit out of them kurt tells the river blisters. to yeah kurt tells river to like take take julie get out reluctantly he goes as kurt holds them off
3: oh yeah, riverman was like what? i don't want to <laughs> go nowhere with you it. crazy
2: like this is not my like this is not my problem like you this, this is your fucking problem here
3: he was more than nice in this situation. He definitely put himself out there and helped these crazy kids out. And then, you know, it yeah. didn't end well for him.
2: <laughs> yeah. So uh, so they break through. Kirk gets away. Uh, getting through another door, he finds Julie almost fully like transformed, eating the Riverman. No.
3: No. I love Riverman. I'm so sad that he got nommed. <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, she, she's still in there, but begging for help. John and, and and crew show up like right on time they take out the gang there's just one left but she's begging him to not leave her uh of course his dad's telling him to telling her to get you know get away he knows what he needs to do John hits her right in the head
3: it kind of snaps her out of it because she was just like going full on like zombie yeah and then she's just like oh god
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. so uh now we're kind of back at the base and... Sorry, I, I kind Kurt of spaced out. Did you mention how
1: Kurt kind of, like, stood aside and let yeah. it happen? Uh, did I yeah.
2: say it? No, oh, I don't think I said it. But, but yeah, no, he did. Yeah, that was... so. Yeah, now... they were
3: talking about that scene and, like, the, um... So I guess that was filmed at, like, four or five o'clock in the morning, so they are all friggin' exhausted. So he was mm-hmm. like, yeah, right after that scene, I just took a 45-minute nap while they were setting up the next shot, because I was exhausted because we were on, like, hour 25. <laughs>
2: That's nuts.
3: Nuts, yeah.
2: But yeah, they're 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 back in the base, and they're having like a nice father-son chat, and like trying to patch things up a little bit, and uh, asking what's going to now happen. And he just explains that she's part of a bigger project.
1: Right, and he says, oh, we'll, we'll go take a, a two-week vacation before we, we move okay. on. And I kind of felt for the dad. Like, the dad's not a bad guy. He's just doing his job.
3: Mm-mm. Right. Yeah. And he's like so upset he lost his wife, now losing he's
1: losing his
3: son. Possibly losing his son and that is when they talk about her again and he was just like, You gotta let her go, kid. Like it it's awful, but
1: yeah. You have yeah to. He's like, It wasn't easy letting your mom go, but You're all I have.
2: So like now he's he's kinda overhearing, you know, bioweapons. So like mm-hmm. Kurt sees the room. Oh uh, someone's yelling at the cat. Uh so back at the <laughs> So she, Kurt sees the room of uh, barrels of trioxin, like the caged up zombies, Santos, and finally Julie. One doctor explains that this is the weapon system of the future, and uh, he sees Riverman getting fitted for the exoskeleton thing. Yeah.
3: So I also kind of lacks security there, too. Like, oh, let's just let, you know, the kid that caused all of this just walk around willy-nilly and, and yeah, hang yeah, out we'll, with the we'll zombies just, that, you know. Oh,
2: I, I,
1: I know, you, everything you're, you're that, that, that we're guy's doing. son. Hey, check this shit out, man. Uh, but I gotta say, so they, they're they putting, like, the exoskeletons on the zombies, and they can use them, like, kind of, like, remote control. Why do they need the zombies?
3: They, this, why don't they just yeah. do the
1: exoskeleton, like, drones?
3: Then it would be Terminator.
1: Yeah.
3: Not Return of the Living Dead 3.
1: So now we have Terminators <laughs> and zombies.
2: So, yeah, Kurt, the like, the smart guy that he is... Punches the doctor and lets them out to save Julia.
3: Yeah, Kurt is just such a bonehead in this whole thing. Like, honestly, (laughs) like Julie and Riverman are like the only people in this movie that have any. And well, maybe his dad too. Only sense. No one else has any sense in this movie. Yeah.
2: So uh, there's still some human emotion here because Riverman is helping attack the doctor, but like gets an arm shot off. Uh, Sinclair blows his legs off and (laughs) and he breaks. breaks one of the trioxin vats um one breaks open and grabs a doctor and like brings him in yeah that was cool so that was fucking awesome yeah Uh,
3: I like that part too
2: (laughs) Kurt shows Riverman the coin and asks for help one more time so he like he seems to remember like he's still in there once he sees
1: the coin he's like oh these fucking kids
3: Yeah, that was kind of a cool part of it, too, that they talked about that, like uh, John was saying, hey, there's more to these zombies than what we think there are. And Sinclair is just like, "Nah, sorry. No. no."
2: Yeah. nope, just zombies. (laughs) So, yeah, he seemed to remember it opens the door for them. Uh, Sinclair grabs a shotgun and blows him away. Not before a zombie gets her from behind.
3: I love the riverman's spine just like it's just <laughs> wiggling on. back and forth. It's so gross. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, so Kurt's dad is is looking for his son, uh, the guard, like he just talked to, like gets eaten by like six six zombies, and Kurt and Julie are are hiding, waiting for the zombie to go by, like he does. But then, like there was like a, a jump scare bite. And Kurt gets bit. Oh no! Yeah,
3: by the uh, by the barrel zombie from earlier with the yeah. cool eyeball string.
2: <laughs> yeah. So John's holding the door, but Kurt can't go now. He belongs with Julie.
1: Uh, now this was a nice moment. He's like, "You gotta let her go, son. Come with me." And he's he's trying to save his son in like the last moment. Yeah, this was this was a sad yeah.
2: sad
3: scene. Yeah. yeah,
2: so you know, he turns on the the biofilter lever thing and there's basically just a huge incinerator. And uh now they romantically burn themselves together. Yeah.
3: So early on in the movie they talked about how the zombies in the barrels they were like, Yeah, we just didn't know at the time that we couldn't destroy them. They just went into an incinerator. And destroyed them. So... Mm. Exactly. Hmm. <laughs> also, when they were filming that, I guess, uh, obviously they weren't really close to the flames. They had them, like, sitting in between, like, two different frame thing- uh, flame, gas flame fires or whatever. And when they were doing one of the shots, one of the flames, like, kind of went and, like, kind of, like, went at the melinda clark and she was just like oh my god like it got so close to her face she was like holy shit (laughs) just sounded like this entire shoot was just like six weeks of insanity (laughs) yeah very
1: very low budget and they they didn't make their money back not even Mm -mm. close
3: well it was funny because i was uh the blu-ray that i got had some featurettes on it and one of them was with um What's his name? The actor that plays Kurt Edmund, I think his last name is. Yeah, J. Um, Trevor Edmund. Yes. Yeah. So he was talking about how they did end up doing a theater release to like 10 theaters. And when they had the opening night that people did show up, but he said that because there were, f- there was a fire in Malibu, was it, ni- was it 91 or 93, 93. that this movie came out? I can't remember. 93. So there was like crazy fires in Malibu. So like all of the media people went to film the fires and he... C- said that's why the movie didn't do too well in the oh, movie sure. theaters. Yeah, that, like,
1: that's mm. it, and not the fact that it was I'm sure. 10 theaters.
3: <laughs> yes. Like do, like <laughs> do the math. Met, like, how many
1: people can fit in one theater? And you times that by 10, yeah. are you going to get your $2 million back? No. No.
3: Is that oh. how much it was? I think so, yeah. and
1: they, they ended up making 50 yeah. grand, I think. 10. 10, Ten <laughs> yeah. grand, I think, yeah. on the opening weekend. So not a home run. He
3: did. Uh,
2: apparently, he expressed interest in doing a sequel for like the events that happened like right after this. Oh yeah, the, yeah. The yeah,
1: director she, wanted to do another one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, two more came yeah, out. Was, so um, I mean, there's a market.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, he had a good point too. I mean, there's. I was able to buy a Blu-ray copy of this movie. So clearly, and, there was an audience out there for it, which he was I think proud of.
1: Came on home video. There, there's a
2: cult following to it.
3: Yeah. yeah. Oh, of course. Totally.
2: No, I, I... Totally. I love it.
3: Yeah, it's so good. I remember, like, when I saw it the first time, I was just kind of like, how is this existing? This is, like, amazing. Like, to have, like, a Romeo and Juliet zombie movie that isn't terrible. Like, it... Yeah, I was just like, wow, there's other things I need to be watching if this is out there. Yeah,
1: this was the perfect <laughs> romantic movie for yeah. me at the time when I, I saw it. Uh, it's definitely a... Zo- what, what did I say? A, Rom-com, rom-com, com yeah, it it didn't have to be a Return of the Living Dead movie, but I'm glad it is because it it ends the trilogy nicely.
3: Yep. Oh, one other fun fact from the interview with um, shoot, I forget his name again, Edmunds, <laughs> Edmund. Uh, I guess do you guys remember Ed Koch, like the mayor yeah. of New York? <laughs> yeah. After he was a mayor, he apparently did a weird stint where he was uh, reviewing movies. So he went on Conan O'Brien and reviewed this movie as kind of a joke and was just like, it sucks! So that was something else that the actor was like, yeah, it just, you know, it didn't do well because of Ed Koch's review. And I was like,
1: "Yeah, Yeah, that, he had a lot of clout in the, the critic community. Yeah. So basically the movie is about teenage relationships. So when they first go to the army base. I don't know if you noticed that the section they go in is G-17. Now that's why I thought that they're 17 year olds because it's kind of a hmm. a weird time in your life where you think you know everything, but you don't really know shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're not thinking about the future even though they're thinking about being together forever. I mean, he's going to be a, a rock and roll star. You know?
3: Mm-hmm. You know
1: you do acid once and you think you've unlocked the secrets to the universe.
3: Yeah, I mean it is definitely Romeo and Juliet like 100% and it's kind of interesting too cuz the actor that plays Kurt also uh, played Romeo in a bunch of theater things and he was kind of using that as <laughs> He said his, that's that's like, one of the reasons audition. that he
1: think he got the job is because he's he was used to playing yeah. Romeo.
3: I don't know. I thought the act like I mean, considering it's a low budget movie, I feel like you know, uh, Melinda Clark was amazing in it. Like she sold it. You know, she was so good at it. And uh, like the part where they reveal her, and she's just acting like a cat, kinda. And then she does like the eyeball open thing. Like uh, she's just so good in it. And he was definitely pretty good in it as well. Like much better acting than you would expect for kind of a like
1: a, a, a goofy you
2: know? yeah. No, I didn't. Yeah. I mean, other than like some of the cheesy dialogue, like I thought the mm-hmm. acting was was fine.
3: Yeah. And also, fun fact, Melinda Clark played Julie Cooper on uh, The O.C., which is a big favorite of me and uh, my friends.
1: She was also <laughs> in Killer Tongue. She was in Gotham, Ooh. Beyond the Grave. She's got uh, a lot of credits.
3: She also was in Entourage. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. I recently watched. And this she was act- credited
1: husband. as Mindy Clark. Yep.
3: Yeah, I saw yep. that. I was like, interesting, because after that, like, I only, I mean, when I made the connection watching them, obviously, I watched this before I watched The O.C., because it was many years after that, but um, I realized who she was, and I was like, holy yeah. shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the fucking so zombie when I, girl. When I, when,
2: <laughs> I f- when I first went on her IMDb, so I go to her filmography, the first thing that's listed, uh, apparently, she was in one episode of Swedish Dicks. Oh,
1: oh, okay. What
3: is that? Yep. <laughs> yep. Is that NC-17?
1: She was. She was uh, actually our TV horror MA. babe from the first time we had you on, way back when midsummer.
2: Woo-hoo. Oh That's right. <laughs> that's right. Very true. She was in Spawn also, wasn't she? Uh, she? That's. I haven't seen that that's
3: movie. That's what forever. IMDb
1: said. I don't know because I never saw the movie. I just rocked that
2: soundtrack. The soundtrack,
3: yeah. Mm, yeah, good soundtrack. <laughs> Can't you trip like I do?
2: Great soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Although I could do it without the techno, for whom the bell tolls.
1: I kind of liked it. I didn't. Satan, 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 Satan. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, that the that, that whole thing is just about banger after banger. But we're not talking about Spawn. <laughs> <laughs> so, what what are you guys giving it?
2: So I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give Can it three. One? Three brains. brains. I really enjoyed it. It, I mean, it's not your best horror movie out there, but some great zombies.
1: Great, great B-movie, great zombies. Great effects. I'm also giving it three brains. Rain.
3: So I'm going to be a bit of a fangirl right now. I right, am giving it five because <laughs> I love it so much. got a
1: zomboner over there like... for this movie.
3: I sure do. Oh my God. Like, I just have such good memories of watching it when I was younger and like showing it to people. And most of the time they were like, what the fuck is this? But like, it's just, it has a place in my heart and I just love her so much. I love her entire aesthetic. She looks so freaking iconic and I wish I could pull off a cosplay of hers. I'm going to try. I'm going to try tomorrow without the full, you know, But, yeah, like, it, yeah, dream just, cosplay. Just for humility's like sake, I, I will get uh,
1: pictures taken with my, my little outfit nice. on.
3: Yeah, I'm going to try to go.
2: These these FX going up on makeup. Twitter? Hell the fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of
3: course. You have permission to definitely send my pictures out for sure. I'll send you some tomorrow. I meant, I meant my short with shorts. With me. <laughs> well, that too. <laughs>
1: Uh, fan feedback.
2: Uh, typical Instagram fan feedback. Lots of likes, no comments.
1: Yeah, this one actually got a fucking shit ton of, uh, likes. Yeah,
2: apparently the the Twitterverse is better than the Instagram people. Uh. I mean, don't get me wrong, very much appreciate the like and everything, but, you know. Just say something. Tell me it sucks. Tell me it's awesome.
1: So I asked (laughs) what people thought of Julie as a zombie. Kev 75 gave four hand up emojis. So he he likes Julie. The After Dark Podcast Network. Julie is perhaps the sexiest babe in horror. Mm. Uh, Fright eternity. That's my living dead girl. Return of the Living Dead plus Brian Usna with Melinda Clark and J. Trevor Edmund. Perfection gif. Uh, The (laughs) cult-worthy podcast. It's my fave of the ROTLD sequels.
0: Whoa. What what about part
1: two? (laughs) Just kidding. Part two is awesome, though. I I do have (laughs) to admit, I love them all. Part two, I think, is the first one I saw.
3: Yeah, part three is definitely the first one I saw. Yeah, I think...
2: I think I saw, I think I went three, one, then two.
1: Wow, so you saw the third one first. Damn. Yeah.
3: Same. I, I th- mean, Yeah, first, third, and th- yeah, I think same, Jeremy.
2: I mean, we, we talk about covers. I mean, that one kind of attracted me more than the first one.
1: Okay, uh, true, mm-hmm. true. Uh, I saw each one because it was on TV. So I had seen yeah. two, then I think I saw one. I saw one completely edited, so when I went back and saw it again, I was like, whoa. No, when they're talking about trash taking her clothes off, she took them off. (laughs) She
3: certainly (laughs) certainly did.
1: (laughs) Oh, my. All right. So because it's Valentine's month, we're going to do a special thing. uh, Horror hunk.
3: Okay, so horror hunk of the month. Should we say the year? Because we only do this once a year. <laughs> is um, Paul Rudd? Um, so first of all, he is fantastic, hilarious, very attractive. Also, might on, be a vampire. Also
1: auditioned for this movie. <laughs> yes, he he. What? Yeah. I didn't know oh, that. Man, what? He took my factoid. Yeah. yeah, he was supposed to be Kurt.
3: Wow, that would have made me love this movie even more. I love Paul Rudd. Uh, I, literally any movie that man has been in, I have loved. He um, is so hilarious. Yes, Clueless is awesome. Okay. I love that. That might have been my first experience with Paul Rudd. Actually, my first experience um, was so,
1: Halloween six six
3: six. Yes. So Curse of Michael Myers. Yes.
1: Yes. Yeah. Did I do
3: that right? <laughs> um, so that, and then of course we can also kind of count the most recent Ghostbusters oh, movie. Oh yeah, Ghostbusters
1: after that. Uh, which oh, he yeah. was
3: fantastic.
1: Yeah. He, he was like he was like so good. us. In that movie, because he's like a fanboy. Yes. Like, oh my god, you got the yes. trap. Oh, this is so exciting. We're gonna bust <laughs> some ghosts. Bust and make me feel good.
3: Oh, that movie was awesome. I also kind of felt like I was emotionally manipulated by that movie, which is totally fine. <laughs> I guess that's no, a marker of a
2: good movie. <laughs> they absolutely delivered in that movie.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it was it was I think I saw it I think I might have seen it opening weekend. I'm not 100 percent Or it was the weekend after and like I do not like when people clap at movies. I think it's weird. But (laughs) there was a lot of clapping in that movie theater. Like, you know, anytime somebody showed up that they didn't expect, it was like, oh, my God. Um, But, yeah, and also, just to add to the horror, uh, Paul Red is a vampire, you know. Yes, we've seen the evidence. He hasn't, like, yes, he has not aged since Clueless. (laughs) It's true.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's funny because you see that a lot. You see the picture from him back then with today's time magazine sexiest man of the year cover and they're the same guy he has not
3: aged (laughs) yeah he's fantastic and he seems like a really nice guy too which is nice
1: he seems pretty cool he's funny yeah he uh i love when he's on conan and he goes to show his (laughs) clip and he's been doing it for i think over 20 years he was actually on conan's last episode And he still played the same, he's like, I know, I do that stupid joke, but like, you know, because this is the last one, like, I really, you know, and then he still did the same Mac and me, you know, like, the the (laughs) kid goes over the cliff and the alien's just like. (laughs) Great. So, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Paul Rudd. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.
0: Horror babe of the month.
1: Christina Ricci.
2: Ooh now obviously well. just
1: recently she was in yellow jackets which i definitely suggest if
2: i haven't started that yet yeah once you i don't once have show you time.
1: start I mean, it goes it goes quick like i can't believe some people mm. watched it live on sundays they're like oh no there's no more yellow jackets I'm like that's how i feel cuz i watched it in a week so she played misty in yellow jackets kind of kind of an oddball character but she she's really good at that and uh still manages to uh, be very attractive. She's obviously been doing movies for a long, long time. She was Wednesday Adams in the Adams Family movies. Ooh. She was in Fear and Loathing in kind of a uh, mm-hmm. dicey role. Uh, she's been, oh man. She's been in fucking everything. Afterlife, she was Vexy in Smurfs 2. She was in Casper. <laughs> Do you guys remember Casper? She did a couple... Oh, yeah.
2: um, she, she played uh, Lizzie Borden in a couple movies, too. Oh, so she, Yeah, so she was yes. in the,
1: the movie, and then she was in the series. Yeah, mm-hmm. Lizzie Borden took an axe, and then the Lizzie Borden Chronicles. They had eight episodes. Chronicles, yeah. She was in Monster. She was in Wes Craven's mm-hmm. werewolf movie, Cursed.
3: Oh, I love Cursed. That movie is so and, good. Uh, Ice Storm. Yep.
1: That, that was a movie where she was trying to step away from her... Like being a kid actor. She's like, I want to be taken more seriously, Mm -hmm. and it was uh, a role that, I think, Natalie Portman. No. Anne Hathaway. I don't know. Some other actress, Mm. her mom said, you ain't doing that shit. So Christina Ricci's like, (laughs) I'll fucking do it. She's been in Afterlife, Black Snake Moan. I suggested that movie. There's a scene in a front lawn where she can't help but touch herself, and it's just like, She's a great actress. Let's just let's just say that. Um,
2: so I will tell you the picture that sold me was the one of her dressed up as Morticia.
3: Oh yeah, she looked so good. That needs that... to happen. I know that, that would be cool. Oh,
1: so yeah, God. Christina Ricci. Cheers.
3: Cheers, girl. Oh, she's a fantastic Wednesday Adams. Mm. So oh, good.
1: Random fact that I forgot to bring up. So the the writer. Of the movie. I don't know. So John Penny wrote the movie, Return of the Living Dead 3. But Brian Usina, who did Mm -hmm. Society, uh, Bride of Reanimator, Beyond Reanimator, Silent Night, Deadly Night 4, The Initiation. He also wrote the story for Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. (laughs) Way different.
3: That's kind of a little
1: horror. I I wonder what his version (laughs) of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids would look like.
3: Ooh, like
2: that sounds like yeah. a great like he probably had horror script like right in mind like oh this uh, this is great we're gonna star Rick Moranis
1: he's like wait what so,
2: that's not where I was going
1: yeah yeah so he's <laughs> only credited by his story by so I'm sure you know like the scorpion like kills one of the kids and that that the ant yeah. oh my god the ant <laughs> that was so sad
3: oh I know it's so no, sad he dies and then like. <laughs> Oh, no, and like they were eating the i just remember being a little kid I think that was the first movie i might have seen in the movie theater and i remember them eating the Oreo and just being like oh my god that's amazing oh, i thought, <laughs> I, don't,
1: like I, I know it was Oreo. a massive Oreo and they're hungry but I always thought it was gross I'm like that's on the ground <laughs> i
3: what? know but the germs would be bigger well, the, than i don't know i'm gonna stop talking <laughs> yeah they, they,
1: they wouldn't deal well, the top they wouldn't be able to, be able to the breathe ground. first of all this whole movie's fucked up so it is a horror movie.
3: Science. It is a horror movie. They're like, almost get, you know, ruined by a uh, scorpion and then the um, the lawnmower thing. Like, oh my god, yeah, intense.
1: Yeah, I think before. we could go on about Hunting and Shrunk the Kids forever, but uh, I think that just about wraps it up. So, thank you, Lauren, as always, a pleasure. Welcome, um, my Jeremy. Fucking, you're here again. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, yeah, I somebody keeps letting me in, so <laughs> you can check us out.
3: Keep sending them invites. Yeah, I literally sent you
1: the invite, so that's my bad. Sorry, guys. Uh yeah, thank thank you everyone for listening. Wherever you're listening to, yeah, keep listening to us there. Because uh yeah, we're we're there. Reach out to us at fans of the dead podcast at gmail.com if you got a suggestion for an upcoming tangent or a movie you'd like us to cover. Uh yeah, we're open to suggestions. Or if you want to complain, we'll listen to that too. Maybe we'll uh, make fun of you on the next episode. Just kidding, just kidding. Constructive criticism is, is welcome as well. I feel like we've done. Just that. don't make fun of my short shorts. How could you? <laughs> uh, follow us on Twitter. At fans of the dead one.
2: Yeah, we're on Instagram. We're on the gram. Fans of the Dead podcast. Uh, go to fans of the dead Get yourself a t shirt and. Uh, Oh, well, Mikey, you weren't working on some hats. I am you working size, on like, some hat hats. Heard.
1: Yes, I forgot <laughs> I hatting? said
2: that. I, mean, I it also only want took, a hat It only to took me, me two days to reply to you. What size? Yeah, and
1: then you, you would you say large? That's not what I meant. I meant like a fitted hat size. Oh, Like I've measure already. your fucking fat dome and get back to me. It is.
2: <laughs> it is so large. Hey, you <laughs> got like those those
1: uh, special. Headphones there, you get like the the extender in the middle. <laughs> I don't know why I'm making fun know, of your right. head. It's, just, it's an See? average size head. I'm just, I'm sorry.
2: I'm just gonna go just, home now.
1: Just, so the joke was there. I just kept, kept, kept running with it.
2: Now I'm just gonna be like self-conscious about my headphones.
0: <laughs> Aww
1: yeah so that that's it thank you for listening have fun be safe peace
3: you're listening to the prescribed films podcast network home to hundreds of hours of free podcast entertainment the shows on this network all have a common goal providing you with the best discussions about movies and other forms of entertainment media the PFPN hopes to fill your earholes with audio joy. Visit our website with links to all the other amazing shows at www.thepfpn.com. Thanks for listening.